All right, welcome. I'm Vanessa Cassani. Elizabeth Pudwell, and this is the Meta Report. So the Meta Report is a modern take on a tribal method of communication where women in tribes would go out and gather things, bring them back, and share mm-hmm. with the, the other tribe members what they found. And if there's danger, cool things, and good water, blah, blah, blah. And um, that's what we want to do here is, um, in a modern way, the people that we run into, the um, cool things that we run into, we want to bring to our listeners. Yep. And we talk about a variety of things. And today we're going to be talking with Pia Das, and she's going to be sharing some information on astrology. But before we go there, so I was just given this interesting fact that Pia is an attorney, yep. a yoga instructor, and an astrologer. Are you, do you have kids? No. Are you well, a mom? I'm, I have four-legged kids. I'm a dog mom. Oh, yes. you're a dog yes. mom. Yes. Okay. Yes. And you've done a lot of fostering as well. I foster animals, yeah. Oh, you foster animals too. Yeah. I've <laughs> 11 so far that are out in the world. 11 <laughs> They have forever animals. homes now. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Well, that's She's promising. awesome. Oh. Yeah. She's super, super I just, awesome. I like to bring good to the world. Yeah. So, so we're not going to talk about um, the uh, law, and we're not going to talk about fostering, mm-hmm. but um, although maybe a little bit, um, but we are going to talk about astrology, which I am a huge fan of. Mm-hmm. I love astrology. I like sort of whimsical, mystical stuff. Yeah, like me that. too. Yeah. 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 So um, awesome. tell us how you got started. Like, yeah. what got you into this? Why you're doing it? It's kind of a long story, so brace yourselves. Okay. okay. I um I was going through a really, really hard time in my life. Like, everything was falling apart. Um, I actually went through a divorce. What? I ended up... I didn't even know that about you. <laughs> I'm friends with Pia in real life. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. It was like 10 years ago. Um, I ended up having to leave my job. I moved... I was living in New York at the time. I moved back to Houston to be with my family because I was just really struggling. My spiritual teacher at the time told me to go get my astrology chart read. He kept mm-hmm. insisting. He was mm-hmm. like, go get your chart read, go get it read, go get it read. And I was like, okay. So I had someone read my chart. He was a Vedic astrologer. And when he gave me the reading, it wasn't very empowering. Like, it was yeah. very like, this is what's going on in your life. and Kind of dark. Yeah, it just wasn't like, it wasn't empowering, one. And two, it was like, if you don't ask me the right question, I can't give you the answer. And I'm like, this man's got, like, a sea of information in front of him, and I just feel like there's more to it, and he's just not telling me because I'm not asking the right question, and I feel like it's, I just don't feel like life is like that. I feel like we all go through hard times, but it's not, like, a death sentence. Like, we have to learn how to deal with our lives. Yeah. And so I was like, well, can you tell me more about this, like, Vedic astrology thing that you're doing? Can you, like, teach me what you're doing? And he's like, nah, not really. What? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, great, thanks. Yeah. And this was in New York? Um, he was, he's actually in California. I'm not going to say who he is. <laughs> no, that's okay. You don't have to. I just yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But he kind of opened my world, my eyes to this world of Vedic astrology. So, and, are you saying Vedic? V-A-D-I-C? V- V-E-D-I-C, yes. Okay. Vedic astrology, yes. Because I've um, never heard it like broken down like there's different types. Or... Oh yeah, and mm-hmm. I'm happy to talk about that too. Okay. There's it's like there's a whole world to it. So um, anyway, I became very curious. I'm a curious person in general, and so I like to learn about stuff. And so I started reading everything I could. Like get my hands on. I started reading books. 
I started watching YouTube videos and I would just sit there and teach myself as much as I possibly could. And so I kind of like learned how to read the chart, which I can, I know your listeners can't see it, but I'll sort of show you what a chart looks like so you get an idea, but it's kind of like the square and it shows you where all the planets are at the time that you're born. Right. And so in that moment, what happens is the planets are in a certain mathematical construction and it's sort of like your blueprint. It's imprinted mm. onto your soul. So it's this is your karmic blueprint that you're mm. born into the world with. Mm-hmm. So anyway, so I started teaching myself and I kept really like, I was like, I know I need to be studying this with someone. I need, I have all these questions and I want to go deeper into this. And I kind of just started praying for a teacher. Yeah. And I started like, you know, looking for people. And it's kind of a hard thing to find people like that are truly authentic to teach you this. Yeah. So um, I was reading a book and I started Googling the book. It was on astrology. It was about synastry actually and how two people's charts combine to create a certain energy. And Mm. that's like you can do that with friends. You can do it with your family. You can do it with like loved ones your partner or whatever, but you kind of see how people's energies work together. And so I had some questions. So I started Googling the author of the book and I came across this man's website and he made a reference to the book. And so I like look at his website and I'm like, oh my gosh, he does tutoring. This is like what I want. Like I've been looking for someone. So I sent him a message and I was like, are you taking any more students? I was reading this book and I came across your website and I would really love to study with you. And he's like, oh, I actually am working on a workshop right on that topic that you were reading about, and I would love to take you on as this. And so this That's was, awesome. Yeah. It's, this was about, I think, I want to say two or three years ago that I started studying with him one-on-one. Yeah. Um, we've actually never met in person. We do our lessons over Skype yeah. um, once every other week, and he's just been teaching me and guiding me. And what's very... Is he still your tutor? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. We're continuing That's to awesome. study him. So um, over the last year, he gave me permission to start, you know, doing readings for people. And so I've, you know, putting, been putting that out into the world as a way to help. And I was kind of doing it on an informal basis. And then my friends started being like, wow, this is amazing. You yeah. should totally share this with other people. And then they started referring me. And so I wasn't really doing it publicly. Yeah. But it was more like this underground thing of people being like, oh, my God, you should talk to my friend Pia. She can totally, like, look at your chart and help you come to some answers. So my thing with doing readings was I wanted it to be empowering. I recognize that we are all born with things that are that feel like weaknesses or that feel like things that we struggle with in life that are our tendencies, but we all have that. Right. And so what's empowering is to learn how can I how can I learn and be more aware of the way that I respond or the way that I react or you know what Mm -hmm. like my strengths and weaknesses are so that I can be better in this world. And you know what's interesting is there are people that like, you know, maybe for example, like math isn't their strong point, but because they quote unquote don't feel like they're good at it, they become so good at it because they keep studying and they keep learning about it and they learn their weaknesses and how they can do better. Yeah. So I just, they're determined to master it, which exactly. is what you're getting at, determined to master yourself by right, to the study of the yourself. karmic blueprint. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the way that a chart is set up is there are 12 houses. Well, just to even back up a little bit. So the, the study of astrology that I do is called Vedic astrology. It comes from the Vedas, which is a sacred tradition from India. And what's so beautiful about this tradition is it was never written down. So the way that you were supposed to study it was orally through a, a master. 
And so this was spiritual wisdom that came down to these people called the Rishis that, um, like, it was just spiritual knowledge. It was, mm-hmm. like, given to them from the cosmos. And I'm thinking, like, I yeah, me too. <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> chills. <laughs> yeah. Speaking my language. I know. Right? I love so, this stuff. But it was, like, based on these, like, intricate mathematical formulas of the way that the sun and the moon and all the different planets, I mean, it was, like, so be- above and beyond our time. Like, blows my mind to even think about this. So that information, that spiritual wisdom was transmuted through their brains and then given to us as humanity as a gift. But the thing is, for that to be really authentic, you have to learn from somebody. Mm-hmm. You know, like, so there's a lot of stuff out there that's on the internet and it's not, you know, it's maybe not part of that tradition. So the way that this system works is it's kind of like a mathematical formula. So I have a software that I use and I plug in, I need the date of birth, the time, and the place that someone was born. And it has to be precise, because then it goes into that mathematical formula, and it spits out a chart. And then I can look at the way that the planets are placed and in what houses to determine you know, whatever questions that someone might have. So if it's about relationships, I would look at the seventh house. You know, If it's about romance, I would look at the fifth house. If it's about their career, I'd look at the 10th house. And there's mm-hmm. different ways that you look at the patterns to try to understand exactly like what somebody is looking at in life you know mm-hmm. what their blueprint is. okay so you gave you said that like when you do it we all have a karmic blueprint yes so what does that tell us about ourselves what so, does a karmic blueprint say yeah so part of this tradition is that you know we come to like we're part of this greater consciousness right and our soul reincarnates over and over again to come to the earth to learn lessons to grow and then eventually we go back but we're part of that energy, right? So when we, when our when we come into this life, we take this physical material form, and that karmic blueprint is kind of like the way that there the pattern of the planets are just imprinted on us. Mm-hmm. And so, how do I explain it? So it's sort of like things that have happened in our past lives are things that we're bringing into our current life. Mm, okay. And so that's part of. So in the West, the word karma gets thrown around very, very loosely. But really, in Sanskrit, karma means action. And so our past actions are part of our present life. So, like, a way to think about it is, like, you know, you'll come across someone and they might be an amazing musician and they're just born with this gift. So part of that would be, like, maybe the work that they've done in a past life of, like, really working on their musical talent and really cultivating that skill. So, you know, where there might be somebody who's just starting music in this life, that doesn't mean that they can't also become a master musician eventually, but they, you know, you put in the time, you put in your work, and eventually that becomes action. Mm-hmm. So that's part of really understanding who we are as a whole. So that's kind of our karmic blueprint. How yeah. does karma, how does that affect, like, trauma and, like, things that maybe aren't as, like, beautiful as, like, a trade as being a musician or something like that. Right, so like things that we're just going to be dealing with in this. I mean, yeah. we're all going to be dealing with right. stuff in this life. There's nobody that's not, you know. And so some of us, um, you know, there are things that maybe we've come into this life to learn certain lessons, you know. Mm-hmm. And, to, and that's a really hard thing. That is a hard thing for anyone, you know. Like, mm-hmm. And it, it's sort of like you, you kind of have to look at time beyond just being like right now. It's an infinite 
right? Mm-hmm. So this is this might be like a trauma that we're experiencing, but through that darkness, maybe some light is going to come and will come, but you just have to keep going. You have to keep your heart open through that and, you know, like find ways to blossom beyond that. Mm-hmm. So what kind of information do you think that one can garner from a reading? I mean, what can you, you know... Um, gain from it you know yeah. what could you how could you use it yeah so like, do you want me to give you an example sure absolutely okay so like I'm um I haven't had been in a relationship for a long time mm-hmm. and over 10 years okay and in on several you know sites dating sites and I would really I really do feel like I'm going to you know have the last third of my life with somebody um, but I haven't met him and, you know, don't really know, like, sometimes I kind of think like, well, maybe I'm just supposed to, you know, do it solo. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And that's actually a question I get a lot about, like, relationships. And so for that, what I would do is I would look at the seventh house and I would look to see, like, you know, what's happening there. So, like, are there certain tendencies? Like, you know, some people are like, I really want a relationship. I really want a relationship. But then when you really ask them questions about it, they're like, well, I don't really like to go out. I get really annoyed. With, and I'm not saying this is easy. No, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, I, you know, I like having my space. I'm very regimented about my time. I don't want anybody to sleep with me. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But I really like my bed, but I, yeah. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. or it's like, I'm just so overworked right now. I'm just like constantly working, working, working. All I can think about is work. I'm such a workaholic. But I really want a relationship. Mm-hmm. You know, so part of being in a relationship is making space for the other. And so that's sometimes the things that are being reflected back to us. And so that's something that I would look at to see, like, okay, does this person, you know, tend to be in isolated places? Do they tend to keep to themselves? You know, ultimately, of course, everyone can be in a relationship. And love is available to all of us in so many different ways. And that's what I'm saying about making it empowering. Like, if you really want a relationship, if you really want to cultivate that, then let's look at like what's happening in your chart so that we can prepare for that, so that you can prepare for love. Mm-hmm. The other thing to think about too is like, just like you don't like, so there's seasons for everything. So when I'm looking at an astrology chart, the chart itself is static, but then there's the planets are constantly moving around, like especially like the moon, it's changing signs like probably every two days, two and a half days. Mm-hmm. So things are happening around that static chart, and so it's lighting up different places of your chart at different times. So there may be times that are really, really fertile for having a relationship. Mm -hmm. And just like you're not gonna plant seeds in the winter, you're gonna plant them in the spring. Right. So sometimes my advice will be, you know, like right now might be a good time for you to work on yourself, give it a little bit, and then in the next few months, this -hmm. might be a better time for you to really like harness in that love and to bring that in. Mm. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So how exact can an astrology reading be? Because I've heard some people be like, oh, I got my chart read, and it says I'm going to get this and this and this, and then I'm kind of like, oh, wow. <laughs> like, how is it that, yeah. can it be that exact? So Vedic astrology is incredibly precise. It's a very precise science. Now, the way that I also look at it, too, is that we're interpreting this, and we're human beings. Mm-hmm. We are not, you know, like, quote-unquote, God. Mm-hmm. We, we come from God, but... There are some things that are left to the divine and that are part of the mystery. So I don't tend to give people, like, predictions per se Uh because I just don't feel like that's our place. 
as mm-hmm. humans to do that. Mm-hmm. Um, plus, I also don't want to create karma with that person by saying like, okay, you should do this, and then I'm like, you know, affecting them in a way that I... Or they're like, Pia said I was going to have this mm-hmm. by now, and I'm not. And yeah. I'm waiting for my partner to show up. Right? Like, go to this place at this time, yeah. and you'll find them. No, I like <laughs> what you said about, like, you know, knowing where, you know, what's happening in the universe as, as it pertains to your particular chart. Yeah. And mm-hmm. that makes sense. I like the mathematical aspect of it, that it's like, you know... That stars and there's um, what is that navigation? You know, yeah, all your of that. GPS. Mm-hmm. Yes, all of that stuff is you know a mathematical equation. And it's kind of like the weather report. So you can get like a prediction. It's ninety percent chance it's gonna rain. Right. So mm-hmm. you bring your umbrella, and it's yeah. probably gonna rain. Maybe that ten percent happens and it doesn't rain. You yeah. Know? So like all of that is kind of up to the cosmos. You mm-hmm. know, like we can't. We just can't know everything. I think that's part of the gift of life is that some things are meant for us to discover as we're going through. Yeah. So I like to think, like I said, I want it to be empowering to people. So if somebody's like, I really, really, really like want to get into this school, I really like, this is so important to me. So it's like, okay, let's sit and look at this and figure out like how can we can help you achieve your goals? Or is this really your goal? Like, why do you really want this so bad? You know, like, mm-hmm. is it really you? Is it society? Like what's going on here you know to kind of go deeper than making it black or white like yes you're gonna get married or no you're not you know right, like that's yeah. just I don't think that that's helpful right. yeah so what should we know about like you know I don't even know what sign you are I'm a Sag so oh, are you okay that's also part of it too so western astrology is different than Vedic astrology and there's actually a whole story behind that too um so because the Vedic astrology system, this is one of the stories that my teacher told me, um, because Vedic astrology became so powerful um, during the time, I want to say it was like medieval time, like with the juxtaposition of Christianity, a lot of like Vedic astrology was like, no, we're going to take this away and this away. And it's kind of on a different um it's, it's a different way of looking at the chart than Vedic astrology. It kind of took a lot of the teeth out of Vedic astrology. So in the West, when you hear like, I'm a Gemini or I'm this, mm-hmm. that's not exactly the system that I use. So what we look at is the rising sign, which is what the zodiac was at the time that you were born, which is different than your sun sign, which is what I think you were referring yeah. to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we, all, like, we hear a lot in like Western astrology about our sun sign, and then you go and look at like, some horoscope but that's really not going to be accurate um and we're much more than our sun sign like each planet represents a different part of ourselves and all because if you think about it like every single sun sign that's virgo is not all going to be the same like they're Mm going to have differences to them so like the planets that we look at that we look at the sun the moon venus they all represent like different things saturn jupiter they all have different significations in somebody's chart as well so it's kind of a complicated system yeah, sounds like it. Yeah. yeah, but it sounds really good. It's awesome. Yeah, like, I'm like I want to know now. <laughs> I know, right? It's 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 intriguing, and it's just a sea of information that comes from those mathematical formulas. So, have you, Elizabeth, have ever got your chart read before? I it's been years. It's been years. Years, yeah. But I have had a reading um, here in Houston, but it's been uh, a long time. And what I've was never your experience like yeah. Um, well, I think it was, um, I think it was sort of similar to what you experienced. Um, 
one of the things he said to me is I had um, a ring on my left hand and it was on this finger but he said um, you know if if I were you I would move that ring to the other hand um, because we were talking I even back then I still didn't have anybody <laughs> um, and then um, I remember we spoke a lot about my my two children I have three but my I have um, two that are Virgos, mm -hmm. and one was born September 20th and the other September 22nd. And he said, they're parallels. And this is what's stuck in my head, um, that whatever one is going through, the other one is going through as well. And that, you know, mm -hmm. that's, that's what I remember from it. Mm -hmm. But I remember the part about me as um, uh, kind of similar to what you, you had experienced. Mm -hmm. Like not being empowering. Just right. kind of like, okay, this is it. Goodbye. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Good luck with your life. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And there wasn't a lot for me to do anything with it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that's not empowering. Like this, like to me, it should be a tool to help you grow and learn. And, you know, we're all here on earth to learn things. We're all going to have weaknesses. We're all going to have strengths. And how mm -hmm. can we empower ourselves? With but it makes sense to me what you were saying about, um, so, have you ever read the Celestine Prophecy by James I have Redfield? Not, but I have heard a lot about it. Yes. So that is, it's kind of aligned with this type of belief. They don't ever really talk about it, but they do. the The book is um, really about uh, there are no coincidences. Like if you meet somebody and you feel like you have, like you're strong and you should say something to them and mm -hmm. I, because you either have a gift for them or they have a gift for you mm -hmm. and um and then it goes into like the that we when we die we go up we go somewhere and align with other souls and decide what it is that we want to work on next and when we're going to come back and who's going to be in that experience what souls are going to be in that experience mm -hmm. and so um when you talked about you know that the exact time and place where we're born and how you know it just isn't I don't think it's by chance mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that those things are by design and that that makes a lot more sense to me personally than um, a lot of other spiritual explanations mm -hmm. <laughs> for life and why we because I have had so many people that um, I have just aligned with and just you know as soon as I met them I knew that I was going to be, you know, in some way engaged with them. Right. Yeah. So if you looked at the synastry between your charts, there was probably some sort of cosmic connection between the two. Right. That would bring you together. Like right. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, I keep getting this um, image of when my middle son was born. I don't know why, but it just keeps coming up mm -hmm. over and over again that that kid was born, you know, that particular day, that particular time for a reason yeah what it is i don't know but <laughs> absolutely that was his choice that's the way he chose to incarnate you know and he right. chose you as a vessel right yeah. right so with your chart how detailed could you get with like could you what type of partner mm -hmm. what career choices mm -hmm. like that kind of stuff absolutely yes really? yeah so we kind of so like career we would look at the 10th house we would look to see what planets you have in that 10th house. We would look to see who rules that 10th house. We would look to see what kinds, we call them yogas, 
Um, but yo- a yoga is a union between different planets. Mm-hmm. So we would look for your yogas for those mathematical formulas to understand mm-hmm. what that means. So it's it's very, very intricate. There's Wow, it sounds really intricate. Mm-hmm. There's like a sea of information in there. How precise, I, I want to know how precise because I have some people that are like, I feel like this, but then I don't know if it's like as like career. Could it be specific in like what industry and that kind of stuff, or is it like, well, you like working with a team and you like so find things like that? Like it's a combination. So okay. I had I did a reading for a friend of mine, and I'm like, you like have real estate all over your chart. Oh, really? Wow. And I didn't really know what she did at the time. Uh-huh. And she's like, yeah, I'm um, I'm a land man. So what she does is she, like, conveys land for her company. She works for a big company, and she goes and negotiates land and, like, acquires the land for the company. Wow, that's yeah. cool. So it was like, I'm like, there is real estate. Like, and she's like, and I love real estate. Like, I love looking at houses. I go to open houses just for fun. And I'm mm-hmm. like, yeah, that's something that's, like, a hard car, core wow. part Wow, and you could see, like, real estate or something with mm-hmm. property. And that's really cool. I like that. Yeah. So there's, I mean, there's definitely, like, so, for example, I, I'm a Gemini rising. That's my rising sign. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I'm a Gemini, I'm very curious about things. So Geminis are usually, like, intellectual people they, they're like sometimes they can be very much in their head mm-hmm. um so that's sort of why there are so many different interests that I have but in my 10th house it's also ruled by Jupiter which is law which is spirituality mm. which is like all so that's wow kind of like, <laughs> it's like everything right there right I've got like Mercury and Sun there so that's just a huge part of like who I am is you know wanting to mm. understand the world like curious about spirituality like yeah you know going out there and just trying to find as much as you know that thirst for knowledge mm-hmm. so that's that combination that kind of you know is my karmic blueprint so oh. what does a reading consist of what's that look like what do you do so I would need somebody's exact birth time place mm-hmm. um and day and then I would put it into my software and I would have a chart for them and so I, I usually ask that I have like a couple days to kind of look at it and then so I sort of use an approach based on the things that I've learned from my teacher and I also use my intuition. So I kind of like feel into it. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, I ask people like what their questions are, like how can I guide them? You know, what are things that, you know. That what are they looking for? What yeah, answers are like they looking for? Like it's not going to be helpful if I just start, you know. Yeah, telling you stuff. Right. right? Like right. I want to know like how I can help you. So how yeah. can I be of service to you? Yeah. So what I find most of the time it's about relationships, it's about career, um, family, you know, like mm-hmm. love, money. Yeah, yeah that's usually what people <laughs> like to learn about. Right. Yeah. 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 So, so how do we find our sign as it relates to Vedic astrology? Because it it wouldn't be I wouldn't be a Sag. I think I would be a Scorpio. I don't. I can't tell you without having. So what I I need to like. I need you would to, have to put it in the software. Yeah. It's oh, like, okay. That's, so what they used to do before we had like computers mm-hmm. is they would come up with these mathematical formulas and do all the calculations, mm. and so it would take like hours. Mm. So okay, now I, I have like a system I can just put it in, and then I can do the interpretation based on you know like what you're asking me. Oh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm gonna have to get a reading done now. <laughs> Absolutely, I'm for happy sure. To. I'm getting one done. Yeah, I almost want to be like, let's do it the whole family because <laughs> I want to know like my kids and like all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. That's really cool. So do you ever, do you read yourself? Oh, of course. Yeah. 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 I mean, that's kind of how this whole thing started Uh because I wanted to understand myself better so I could understand, you know, like 
what are my strengths? What are my weaknesses? What are my blind spots? Like, mm-hmm. how can I see the world better? And how can I understand, like, what my purpose is? Mm-hmm. Do you use it, like, when things come up, like, um, stressful situations or whatever? Is that kind of, like, your go-to tool? Um, just to kind of, like, maybe get some clarity? I don't... I mean, I kind of have an understanding. So, like, I kind of have an understanding of what's happening in the sky patterns regularly anyway as I follow astrology. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sort of, like, I don't necessarily go back to my chart as much unless there's something, like, major. Because I kind of, like, understand, like, I you know already my know. chart. Yeah. yeah. Not that I already know what's going to happen to me, because I don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but I sort of understand, like, what periods of time I'm in right now. Like, you know, whether it's winter, whether it's summer, you know. Mm-hmm. So that time period that I was telling you about when I first started studying astrology, that time period is called, um, in, in Sanskrit, it's called Sadi Sati. Mm-hmm. which means seven years of Saturn. Mm-hmm. And it's when Saturn is transiting the house before, the house of your moon, and the house after your moon. And mm-hmm. so that's a very... And it also depends on your particular chart, too. Um, but that's a particularly sensitive time for people. And can you see that coming if you were to get a reading? Can you see yeah, that you would know. coming? Oh, okay. You would know if that was a particular time that, you know, like mm-hmm. you would just know. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you'll see some people and it's like everything's just gone wrong in their life. And sometimes it's like very, very intense. Mm-hmm. And so that could be that time of sadi sati. Usually people go through that three times in their life. Mm, wow. So, um, but I think, it, you know, it's kind of good to know that so you can anticipate mm-hmm. what you're, you know, like what's happening in your life. Yeah. And then know also that it will be over. Yeah. That, it'll, that it'll be over. And I think one of the biggest lessons for me during that time was that, Saturn is a is a hard planet. It it's like the taskmaster. But Saturn's also a teacher. So I think of Saturn as that mean teacher in high school that would like yell at you if you got something wrong you were like super scared of, but you learned so much from that. Like Saturn is cold, dry, no sense yeah. of humor. Like Saturn represents things like grief, you know, old age, mm-hmm. um darkness. But there's gifts in that. Mm-hmm. And there's lessons yeah. in that, and that's how we grow. And so that through that time period, I learned so much about myself. I learned how resilient I can be. Mm-hmm. I mean, I really, really grew from that. So, you know, in the end, we can look back and really be grateful for that growth. So you mentioned that you foster animals. Mm-hmm. Um, do you, are, I mean, do they fall into this in any way? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. That has a lot to do with my sixth house. And also just being a Virgo. So my moon is in Virgo, so I'm naturally very much into healing. Mm-hmm. Um, like kind of being a caretaker and wanting to like mm-hmm. love and, and take. So like for me, it's like animals that, that have, you know, gone through like cruelty or abuse. Like that, to me, I just have a heart space for them. Yeah. And an affinity for them. So I've got like a house full of animals. And as you yeah, know. I know. <laughs> and, you know, I just, I, but some people aren't like that. They don't. Yeah. Well, do you think that we're like, um, you know, that we like choose them in advance and yeah Mm -hmm. absolutely I believe we have soul contracts with our animals Mm. absolutely I feel like she's an angel for you and she came into your life to teach you to open your heart and to guide you and she imparted those lessons on you and she her spirit is forever a part of yours she chose you and so now you know she's not on the earth plane in the same way in a material existence but her soul is forever connected to yours. Absolutely. Okay, well, that was worth it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we're going to miss Betty. 
And then there's other dogs, you know, that come into my life. I have a neighbor dog that he would crawl under the fence and he would come in the doggy door. Like he was sitting over there watching through the chain link fence, my dog coming in out the doggy door and decided he wanted to get in there. And, so or she wanted to. It's a female. Towards you. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And she came in the house one time and I kept hearing this noise and I come around and she's walking in the kitchen like this. How does this She's this huge Staffordshire Terrier, you know, this big bull of a dog. And she's all happy to see me. And she would come in all the time and everybody was like, oh my God. And I was like, I feel blessed yes. you know, that she felt like she wanted to come in here she you chose know? you exactly chose you. Yeah. yeah so i i liked her coming she in. was teaching you something yes exactly to be open and receiving and yeah absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah. this is really cool i really really like this oh. and i've never gotten my chart read before but now i'm so intrigued by it oh my gosh well i would be happy to do i'm totally you. gonna do it for sure We're yeah. so where can people find you so I have a website, okay. um, Pia Das Yoga, and on there it's a blog, which I actually, unfortunately, I have not kept up with, um, but there's a tab on there that's Vedic Astrology, and it okay. kind of gives you like an overview of what is Vedic Astrology, and then if you wanted to do a reading, you just click on the thing, and it'll contact me mm-hmm. Okay. for that. And, and it's P-I-A-D-A-S. D-A-S. Okay. Yoga. So yoga. Yoga.com. Okay, yeah. and then you also have an event coming up, don't yes, you? Yes, we do. I do, and Vanessa is a part of it, and yep. I hope you'll come join us. Um, it's Peace Fast Houston. Mm-hmm. It's so- a little project me and Pia and a few other lovely women in Houston have been working really hard on. <laughs> Day and night. Yes. <laughs> like, it's all we do. That's <laughs> all I do. Yes. At least. It's a labor of love. Yes. For sure, it's going to be wonderful. And you're going to be doing a workshop on yes. astrology. I'll be doing a little workshop on Vedic astrology, and I'll also be doing a kirtan, which mm-hmm. is... Um, Vedic chanting mm-hmm. oh, so wow. yeah yeah I'll have a whole band with me so I'm really excited about it's that. gonna be awesome oh, that sounds yeah. really, okay. and that's on September 28th and Vanessa's gonna be doing a body inclusive workshop yeah. I'm really excited about it me too yeah and so great. where can you find information about Peace Fest so um, that you can go to Shakti at the Bhakti Facebook, um, Facebook group mm-hmm. and well Facebook page and um, Instagram page, and we have all the information on the event. Anything you want to leave yeah. us with? Just, you know, we're all here to learn lessons, and sometimes mm-hmm. life can be really hard, and sometimes it's really beautiful, but there's beauty in, in all of that. So mm-hmm. I just, you know, hope to send out as much peace as possible, and I would love to, you know, meet more people. So Yay. <laughs> come visit me. Yay! <laughs> yeah. All right. Thank All right. you so, so much. If you want to um, respond to this particular podcast, you can find us at, um, you can email us at themetalreport at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Our website is themetalreports, plural, dot com. And you can also find us on Facebook. Yeah, um, we post all of the podcasts on our on our Facebook page, The Metal Report, on um, Facebook. And if you loved this podcast as much as we did, please leave us a review because that always helps. And subscribe and share. Thank you.